So today we're studying in the portion of Ayetze. We're doing Sheni, the second portion for Monday. Uh, so today we read about this story about Yaakov uh, meeting up with, uh, with Rachel at the well while she was a, uh, together with the other shepherds over there. And he was um, uh, able to uh, move that large stone that was covering up the well. And the interesting thing is the Torah Slevi Yitzchok, that's the Sefer written by the uh, Lubavitch Rebbe's father, Hagoyen Amakubel, he points out, if you look at the Parsha, you see that there are seven times in the Parsha, the Parsha that it talks and mentions the word well. Min haber, haber, ber, over and over again, this Parsha, seven times. And he says that these seven times of the word be'er, they correspond to the amount of wells that we've studied earlier of Avram and Yitzchak. By Yitzchak we learned that he dug four wells, and by Avram there were three wells, a total of seven. And the fact that the Torah mentions seven times the well, that means to say that uh, Yaakov merited to have an equal amount to, uh, to that which the forefathers, Avram and Yitzchak, he had them both together, four and three, he had all seven. Um, but I was just um, thinking about this for a second, I thought, is an interesting thing. By Avram and Yitzchak, we read they were digging the wells. We talk about digging the wells. They were digging, they found the wells. But Yaakov didn't, doesn't say that he dug the well. By Yaakov, it says there was a cover on the well. He removed sort of the covering. There was a big, large stone on the well. Always when we talk about a well, or when we use the metaphor that the forefather dug the wells, we say that there is a fountain which is underneath the ground. There is water, beautiful water, um, that you can use, but it's not visible. Nobody sees you walking on the ground. It looks like there's just plain dirt. There's, doesn't, you can't see it. So in order to get to the water, you got to work hard and you got to sort of discover the water. Same thing is, it's a metaphor. A yid has a neshama, and if you dig hard, you'll get to that neshama and you'll be able to have a flow of kindness, of goodness, of holiness, of spirituality come to the forefront. It may be buried, you got to dig, you got to remove some of the dirt. So. It seems like Abram and Yitzchak did most of the work already. So they did the digging. Abram dug and Yitzchak dug. What it came to Yaakov, Yaakov had the wells already, you know, all these digging were already there, it was ready. So we talk about the well, also all the positive. But it seems like, together with the positive of the well, there's a problem. Because if you have a hole in the middle of the ground, you can fall into the well. So the well sort of itself is positive but you have to make sure that if you dig a well that you also have to make a cover you have to protect it so that nobody falls in and that nobody gets hurt and nobody uh, is actually damaged by the well versus benefiting from the well and I thinking about the metaphor while our generation is privileged to be the information that there is a wealth of information. There's an opening of wells of knowledge and information and it's, you know, we have the 
the internet and we have various means of, 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 of getting a lot of information. But just like over there, all this information can be sometimes very, very dangerous too. You need to know that it has to have a cover. You have to know when to cover and when to stop and when to block to make sure that you don't fall in there. Because if you just look at it, so while Yaakov is the beneficiary, he has all the wells because he has all the seven wells that they dug, he has the information. Avram worked hard, Yitzchak worked hard. All the previous generations, all their intense contributions that they made, whether it's in learning, whether it's in Yiddishkeit, whether it's in Torah, or in, even in worldly matters, that's a tremendous asset. We are the beneficiary. We get old information on a tip of our fingers. We can get a hold of anything. In the olden days, it used to take time. You have to look up a safer. You live a book. You have to go to the bookcase, and you have to have the safer. You have to buy it. You have to go to the library. There's a whole lot to do today. With a few keystrokes, you get any safer you want. And you get it, you can read it, you can make it big. If your eyes don't see well, you can... And it doesn't take much time. You don't have to leave your seat. It's right there. So we got the well in front of us. The wells that they dug, and now it's in front of us. But we got to be very, very careful. We need that cover because if we don't protect ourselves and we just use it irresponsibly, like everything else that Hashem made in this world, He also gives a opportunity for abuse and misuse. So you have to have the cover, you have to know when to cover and what not to see and what not to watch and what information is not to get. And then we have these beautiful, together, what our forefather dug. It's like a midget standing on the shoulders of the giant. So all their information, we're actually midgets, but we have all their insight uh, and we have it accessible and available. I can only imagine these genius rabbis who never forgot anything and were able to, you know, the whole Torah was one. What happened if they had access to computers? <laughs> and, they, and they didn't have to sit by the small candle at nighttime. And Rashi was writing his commentary. And how did he use his references to look back at what he wrote in the other Gomorrah and how did he store it and where did he look for it? What about if they had the... <laughs> Well, we have today the tools that we have that we can use today and make to our disposal. I mean, what would we have today? I mean, it's, like, it's un- unimaginable what we would have today. But in any event, we have those wells, we use them responsibly, and then we are able to appreciate and use the quenching thirst, the thirst of the neshama for Torah, for mitzvahs, for information, for godliness, for holiness. And Yaakov successfully by the well, finds his shidduch and builds a home. And we built very soon our home, the Besamigdash Ashlishi Vimhirvimeno. We need a tenth over here. Stepped out. Probably the rush is not long enough.